Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan. Today, we're going to answer a question from Andrea. She recently wrote in asking the following. I've used vinegar and baking soda separately for cleaning pots of my home, and they work great. But lately, I've seen amazing all-purpose cleanser-type recipes on the internet that call for vinegar and baking soda to be combined, which supposedly can clean everything from your kitchen sink to your grandmother's dentures. My question is, don't vinegar and baking soda just neutralize each other? That's what I learned in school when we did the good old volcano experiment. Was my teacher wrong? Am I missing out on the best cleanser of all time? That's a great question, Andrea. But before I get to it, I just want to thank this week's sponsor, Stitcher, creators of the free Stitcher Smart Radio. Using Stitcher Smart Radio, you can listen to this and thousands of other podcasts on your mobile phone. Just use promo code QDT when you download the app, and you can get a chance to win $1,000. Now to answer your question, Andrea, first we need to reveal the secret identities of these cleansing substances. Baking soda has a lot of unofficial science-y names that you might have heard before, like sodium bicarbonate or bicarbonate of soda. However, its true identity, according to the scientists that have been put in charge of naming chemicals, is sodium hydrogen carbonate. Now vinegar is a little more complicated. There are a lot of different kinds of vinegar depending on which ingredients are used to start the fermentation process that produces it. For example, apple cider vinegar starts out with apple cider, while rice vinegar, not surprisingly, starts out with rice. But no matter what you use to make vinegar, the end product can be distilled down to make what we commonly call white vinegar. Distilled or white vinegar is a mix of acetic acid and water. The amount of acetic acid in vinegar is important to know because it's the acetic acid that gives vinegar its power. Acetic acid strength is usually measured in something called grain. 10-grain vinegar means vinegar made of 1% acetic acid and 99% water. The most common household vinegars are usually 50-grain, meaning they're a mix of 5% acetic acid and 95% water. The low pH of acetic acid makes vinegar an excellent cleaner. Cleaning experts recommend its use for polishing metal, cleaning mildew from tile, sanitizing your garbage disposal, and removing calcium deposits. Just ask my fellow quick and dirty tips expert, the domestic CEO. She'll tell you. In addition to cleaning your house, ancient and even some modern physicians have recommended vinegar for cleaning the inside of your body. Unlike vinegar, which is an acid, sodium hydrogen carbonate, aka baking soda, is a base, meaning it has a high pH. Bases are also good cleaners, and baking soda in particular seems to have no end to the things it can be used for. It's been recommended as an air freshener, antacid, carpet cleaner, and even toothpaste. Since both of these things are such good cleaners separately, surely mixing them together will provide even better results, right? Well, let me stop here to give you a general warning. Don't mix chemicals unless you know what you're doing. In the case of baking soda and vinegar, the results are pretty harmless. 
But other mixtures like ammonia and bleach can create toxic and sometimes even explosive results. So what exactly happens when you mix vinegar and baking soda? Since vinegar is an acid and baking soda is a base, they undergo what's called an acid-base reaction. Now there are a couple of different theories that scientists use when discussing acid-base reactions, but generally when an acid and a base are mixed together, the result is that the acid and base neutralize each other to form water and a small amount of some kind of salt. In the case of vinegar and baking soda, the acetic acid and sodium hydrogen carbonate combine to form water, carbon dioxide, which is responsible for all those bubbles, and sodium acetate. So after mixing those together, you have a cleaner made of sodium acetate and water. So what's it good for? Sodium acetate has lots of uses. Most deliciously, sodium acetate is used to provide that artificial salt and vinegar taste of salt and vinegar potato chips. It's also used to make instant hot packs and heating pads, and it's useful as a chemical buffer that can resist pH changes. Try as I might though, I couldn't find any reliable information about sodium acetate being useful as a cleaning agent. So right now, I can almost hear someone saying, but, but my uncle's girlfriend has this neighbor whose mother used this stuff to clean her whole house like every day. So what's with that, huh? Well, there are at least three potential factors at work here. First of all, the majority of what's left over from an acid-base reaction is usually water. And while sodium acetate itself might not have many cleansing properties due to its chemistry, water does. Water is called the universal solvent because most compounds can be dissolved in water. This means that plain old water is itself a powerful cleaning agent. Second, the sodium acetate can act as an abrasive that works to scrape away stubborn residues. However, you could easily get the same result by mixing water with plain table salt. Finally, if you don't have the exact amount of baking soda necessary to completely neutralize the vinegar, you may still have a significant amount of vinegar left over in the solution. Once again, I'd like to thank Stitcher for sponsoring this week's podcast. They have a great app called Stitcher Smart Radio that you can use to listen to this and thousands of other podcasts. It's available for almost every smartphone, from iPhones to Android to BlackBerry. Just go to their website, stitcher.com QDT, and when you get there, click on the promo code box and enter QDT for a chance to win $1,000. So the next time you decide to tackle those tough stains, remember that when it comes to vinegar and baking soda, separate is better. And speaking of making things better, my colleague, Get Fit Guy Ben Greenfield, just released his brand new book, Get Fit Guy's Guide to Achieving Your Ideal Body. Thanks to Ben's innovative approach to fitness, you can now work with your body rather than against it. Learn more about this book, take his body type questionnaire, get bonus content, and much more at www.getfitguy.com. I'd also like to thank Andrea for providing a great question. If you liked today's episode, send us your own question at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash qdteinstein. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.